Recently, I was asked by Phil Rind of Sacred Reich to compile a list of my favorite thrash albums. A writer friend of his was working on a piece about the 20 best. My top 20, obviously, of course, included Ignorance by Sacred Reich, a phenomenal explosive debut that continues to reverberate in my ears to this day. I still give it casual listens on a regular basis. My number one was a toss-up between Metallica's Master of Puppets and Slayer's Rain and Blood. It's always dependent on my mood, and I submitted my picks that day with Puppets on top. But what surprised me even more was when I was done with the list, it was exactly one quarter Canadian. I know I'm Canadian, so it makes sense, but I never knew Canadian metal was that big a piece of my thrash metal pie. Dark Throne always knew, but I guess I needed to write it out and look at it for myself to understand. We Canadians are known for being modest, reserved, and self-deprecating to the point of being our own worst critics. The cliché of having, its, having to make it somewhere else before being appreciated in one's backyard doesn't even work here. For Canadians, often the snub continues, even after outside accreditation has been achieved. I used to hate this about Canada, but now I recognize it as a domestic whipping post, vetting artists, musicians, and the like, holding them up to a seemingly higher standard with an incapacity to suffer fools. How's that for turning a criticism of Canada on its head? And even though I might have mellowed out over the years with my tirades, rants, and stances about my home country, my taste in sweet metal hasn't changed. If you had asked me for my top 20 thrash albums when I was 16 years old, I would have probably submitted a carbon copy of the one I compiled last week. So what were those five Canadian albums that made the list? I won't go by exact ranking, but Voivod's Dimension Hatros and Killing Technology, uh, Annihilator's Never Never Land, uh, Sacrifices Forward to Termination, and Razor's Shotgun Justice all made the list. And I'm sure there were about 10 other deserving releases from other bands like Slaughter, Malhavik, and DBC. Anyways, the only band besides Metallica that I listed twice was Voivod. And that's because I love Voivod. I love Voivod for several reasons. Firstly, they were an incredible band, an incredibly original band, in a sea of copycats, wannabes, knockoffs, and mimics. The weirder and odder Voivod got, the better they got. They fused Motorhead, Venom, the exploited Killing Joke, and then fused it even further again with industrial and progressive rock. What a combination. And the topper was, it worked. It worked like a charm and charmed a legion of followers, myself included. More so than any Canadian band, they took their sound around the world and back again. They were the biggest metal export from here and still the most revered and respected metal band in Canada. Nobody can take that away from them. Like any band worth their weight in credibility, Voivod have had their ups and downs, but their discography speaks for itself. Now, in a post-Piggy Denny Damore era, Voivod have moved in the only direction they were ever interested in moving, onwards and upwards. Now, with Daniel Mongren as 
guitarist and their fantastic 2013 album Target Earth under their belts, Voivod are ready to roar back with a new EP waiting in the wings. Post Society is set to drop at the end of February of this year. I caught up with Michel Langevin, a.k.a. Away, when we played with them at Speedfest in Eindhoven, Holland this past November. This podcast was done an hour or two after the Donald Tardy podcast was done, episode number 116. And it was great to catch up with the guys and catch up with some fellow Canadians. The atmosphere was tense, coming off the Paris attacks only a week before. And it was good to see some fellow Canadians out on the road just like us. I think they felt the same. One of the greatest moments I have ever had being in this band was when I met Away at the Biff Tech Bar in Montreal around 1998-1999. I was hanging out with Jonathan Cummings from Bionic, Doughboys, and now USA out of Vietnam when I spotted Away walking into the bar and got starstruck. It was only because of Jonathan viciously goading me to approach him that I introduced myself to Away and Away turned around and said he knew my band and started singing a melody that, if memory serves me correctly, was Never Again off our first EP. That was a huge moment for me. I had Voivod posters on my wall, and here's one of the dudes who knows my stuff. Totally cool to me. Anyway, since then, Michelle and I have kept in touch, and we run into each other every year or two. This episode is one of those moments. He's even done some t-shirt designs for us back in 2006, and those remain my most favorite t-shirt designs we've ever had at our merch booth. To say that Away is on my podcast is a feather in my podcast cap. I'd like to thank Blue Mic Microphones and Skull Candy Headphones for supporting the podcast. I'd like to thank Chino Locos Restaurants, not for sponsoring the podcast, because they don't sponsor the podcast. I just like... My fish burritos, the way they make them, stuffed with chow mein noodles. And most importantly, I'd like to thank you for taking time to listen to this episode and any of the other episodes I've uploaded. Subscribing to this podcast is free, and I upload episodes every two weeks as to not bung up your iTunes. Enjoy this one. It's with Away from Voivod. And Away is on the official Danko Jones podcast, and it starts... Now. The Tango Joe's podcast is the best around. They play the kid as Tango School of Tello for free. I'm so glad I like to stop time. Jimmy in from Fuck Time. Stop playing Hang Joe. I thought Danko was crazy when he told me he was from the planet Zob. But when he showed me his spaceship, I, I had to take a trip in it. We traveled through the solar system for what seemed like 10 years, visiting planets and battling alien races. I even reared a few alien families. <laughs> when we got back to Earth, I realized that the 10-year space trip only took a few minutes back on Earth. Danko and I had some crazy times together. Neat Kloop Blot. You might not know what that means, but Danko does. Hey, it's the Danko Jones Podcast. You can check us out on iTunes and SoundCloud, right? The Danko Jones podcast. Check us out right now. The googly gaggly goblins will make sure they get their podcast fill by listening to Danko Jones 
then snacking on some broken bones. And scaredy cats will run amok when rock and roll starts to talk, flapping gums and striking tongues. A chilly podcast has now begun. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready because the Daco Jones podcast starts. Now. Yeah, hey, I got away from Voivod in uh, the back of our bus. I'm so happy that you're uh, here. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry for Hellfest. Uh, it turned out to be pretty hectic with uh, Phil and Zelmo and Jason. I couldn't do the podcast then. I no, I didn't have... Uh, did I ask you, yeah, you then? Asked then? Yeah, yeah, you asked me then. And uh, we ended up like... Uh, it was a crazy festival. <laughs> well, the best part about Hellfest is um, the organizers... Uh, really try to get bands jamming, I feel. Because Caius Lives was born from Hellfest, putting Mono Generator, John Garcia, and Brant Bjork and the Bros together for a kind of a Caius reunion on the same stage. Mm-hmm. And then strategically, Hellfest placed uh, Newstead yeah. right beside your dressing room, right across from our dressing room, because they knew the connections, I think. Yeah. I think so. They were also playing like the next stage, right beside us, right before us. So right. uh, 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 we got Jason to jump on stage and play Voivod with that us. Was awesome. and Phil and Zemo uh, sang um, uh, Astronomy the Mind, maybe, uh, if I remember well, or uh, maybe the song Nothing Face. I know that he went on stage to sing with us. Okay, so next time we're all at Hellfest and our dressing room is across, I'm singing. Uh, what can I sing? Tornado? I'm singing... Uh... We play that song <laughs> <laughs> We still play it. Uh... Uh, we still play the old stuff. A yeah. lot of it, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and how has the tour... I just had Donald in, and he was saying that the tour's going great, and everything's going great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really packed every night. The, the vibe is great. It's great old-school package. Um, it's perfect for us. Now, how like you guys are? I don't know. It's coming on two and a half years, almost three years now since the last record. And what 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 are the plans for Voivod? Um, well, we um, we have a U.S. tour uh, coming in the spring with Vector, and um, we're gonna release a EP, uh, and then uh, for that tour. Um, right now we have a couple of uh, seven-inch uh, split uh, for the for Europe, uh, one with At the Gates and one with Nepal Death, and uh, yeah, I'll hand you one later. Um, and um, so an EP for the spring, then more recordings. Uh, we're coming back uh, here for the festivals next year in Europe. Are you doing Hellfest? I'm not sure yet. We are still looking into all the festivals. Um, we also have a European club tour as a, a headliners in the fall of uh, next year uh, with a new album. Okay, so yeah. there is a new album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Done or on the way? Or? It's it's uh, in the way. We um, um, 
between touring, uh, we go into the woods and record a few songs and then come back and tour again. We actually write in the bus with a computer, you know. And, um, Not on this tour. On this tour, it's been <laughs> nearly impossible. Although I saw a Chewie, our guitar player, recording some riffs on his uh, laptop. But um, we are three bands and crew in one bus. It, there's no space at all. Uh, and uh, it's not always obvious backstage because uh, most of the times all the bands are together backstage. And so, yeah, so it's, uh, well, it's it's crazy. But I, I've known everybody so for so long. Um, 25 years or so and we really get along now yeah you have uh, obviously Chewy is uh, has been in the band for what five um, five hold on yeah, 2008 seven years now seven seven years yeah. now holy smokes yeah. and uh, there's a new guy because Blackie left yeah. last year uh, Blackie left last year uh, right before Heavy uh, Montreal the mm -hmm. festival oh. and um uh, we have uh, Chewie's uh, childhood friend and uh, Rocky. <laughs> and uh, when Blackie left, um, Chewie told me, "I know a guy. I'm sure, 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 sure he can do it." <laughs> so all right, I was like, oh, "Go for it." And uh, we jammed once, and that was it. And then you played heavy Montreal. We played one show up north where we are from <coughs> uh, Jonquière uh, in Quebec um, and the, uh, where we were like um, given uh, a plaque for being ambassadors of Saguenay is where we're from uh, uh, and um, uh, so um, we had a big show there and where we had to go to the city hall and sign uh, the book and everything cool. and uh, yeah it was really cool all of, of our families were there so Blackie left right before that show it was a weird timing but and we got Rocky to play there uh, thousands of people it was really really cool then heavy Montreal and then uh, we uh, early this year did this crazy uh, North American tour with Napalm Death, Aaron Regan and Exhumed and it was really uh, successful and now we're doing this thing uh, while doing the uh, North America in January we were offered by uh, Jeff Walker to uh, be part of this package and of course uh, you know we, we jumped on it and uh, and like uh, like I said it's hugely uh, successful and packed everywhere so it's great now I mean you're saying uh, um, Rocky is uh, the newest member now was Rocky Rocky before he joined the band? Or did you give him... It doesn't sound very Voivodian. His name is Dominique Laroche. <clears throat> and uh, his nickname uh, in, Mon in Montreal, in the music uh, circuit, is Rock. Uh, Dominique Rock Laroche. So we just said, oh, let's call him Rocky. <laughs> is that Voivodian? Hey, yeah, everything uh, like... Um, uh, the names have always been a, a bit silly, Biggie away and stuff. I never took it. I never took it as silly. Uh, well, I read many times <laughs> that it was kind of like the banana splits, you know, and um, <clears throat> and that was in uh, actually the intention because uh, coming from. Uh, the French part of Canada, um, Michel Langevin, Denis D'Amour, Jean-Yves Thériault, we thought nobody's going to remember that. And so we th thought about sort of a mixture between Ramones and Venom, uh, and with catchy names representing everybody. And um, as long as it represents the person, you know, like, uh, like um, 
quite often a member will pick his own name. I mean, the guys called me away, but uh, like Jason decided to call himself Jasonic, oh, and uh, Eric he came up with that. Yeah, I thought maybe you came. Up no, with that. no, uh, and Eric uh, called himself E Force. Now he has a band called E Force, and so uh, we don't. We don't really take it that seriously, you know. Oh, I yeah. thought when you join Voivod, there's like a meeting, and then away gives you your name. You you bestow them. I thought no. that's how it was, because then I was gonna go like, well, if I was gonna ask you if I joined Voivod, what would my Voivodian name be? Um, everything in Voivod has always been really democratic. Uh, even like the royalties are like 25%, 25% and so on. And uh, so um, I would never impose a name on anybody. It's, just, it, it's, not, it's not my nature at all. Um, but I can't remember like um, exactly who found who, uh, whose name and all that, you know. And, um, but um, I know that uh, Snake's name comes from uh, a theater uh, improvisation he did, um, and uh, where he really? was. Yeah, he was. In, I went like okay when we formed. Um, we first started in '82, um, but only Blackie Piggy and I, and um, uh, we jammed a bunch of covers, Motorhead, Tank, um, and uh, some punk, Sex Pistols, and stuff, and um, Judas Priest, and so on. And uh, eventually, I mean, we were looking for a singer, and uh, we knew we wanted somebody really uh, theatrical. And uh, in uh, early '83. Uh, at this point, we were in college, and uh, I, I was in a class with Snake, uh, and I had met Snake when he was uh, maybe 12, 13, and, um, but all of a sudden, we're in the same uh, class, and uh, I sort of uh, realized that uh, he, um, he was in too uh, strange theater, <laughs> and uh, so he invited me to uh, go to one of these things where it's all improvisation, and uh, at one point he, he had to improvise uh, to imitate a worm. You know when you go f you go fishing, and you need to find worms the night before after it rains, and you go with a flashlight, you know, in the grass, and he had to be the worm getting caught by the flashlight, you know, and he didn't say a word. He just crawled and then turned his head <laughs> and his face he had a standing ovation and uh, after i went to see him i said hey man can you sing <laughs> he said what uh, like uh, have you ever sang have you ever uh, and uh, no but i'd like to try and then uh, i said okay uh, this was in early 83. As I said, uh, learn um, The Ripper by Judas Priest and uh, come to the jam space and we'll see. All right. And uh, at this one, you couldn't believe I was playing with Denis Namo because he was already a legend. Uh, yeah. And um, uh, so he was really excited. And when he came to the jam space, we tried it and he sang it like Johnny Rotten. And uh, we were like, wow. Okay, uh, not expected, but fucking great, and um, it, we it just clicked right away, you know. Actually, you know what? Now that you mentioned Johnny Rotten, I never really put it together with Snake's vocals, but I could see that's yeah. a total influence. Oh yeah, yeah. Snake was really into um, 
Dead Kennedys, Iggy Pop, and uh, Sex Pistols, and uh, he uh, he loved metal, but uh, like um, wouldn't think about singing like uh, King Diamond or uh, uh, when we uh, we covered uh, Evil back then, and he was trying to sing very metal, but it's still punk. You know, it's on the first demo uh, that was re-released by uh, Alternative Tentacles a couple of years back. Um, to the Def 84, and uh, we have yeah. So on, uh, we uh, we have like uh, 13 originals on there, and uh, a cover of Merciful Fate, and two covers of Venom, and uh, so that was pretty uh, much the the root. <laughs> I think I think no matter how progressive uh, Voivod got, I think Snake's vocals were always what grounded the Voivod sound you know to to a, a punk aesthetic and i think that's how his vocals had a lot to do with the crossover appeal that you guys had with a lot of other people into other musics yeah yeah when uh, at one point we uh uh, we had some friends uh, in a band called Capitalist Alienation, and they showed up at the jump space uh, with uh, GBH Discharge, and we could not believe, Snake and I especially, were really uh, struck by a conflict, and uh, so uh, we never really stopped listening to that, and uh, it really had a strong impact on War and Pain and Roar, and uh, on War and Pain we, uh, we didn't put any photo on the album, and uh, when... Uh, we first tour, uh, many people thought we had Mohawks and everything, and it, it was funny. Um, but it was definitely the beginning of the crossover between hardcore and metal, uh, like the trash metal, I mean. Yeah. 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 Speaking of Mohawks, I mean, you know, I, I've, I've gone online on social media and I've said, you know, there's this whole Skrillex thing with his hair, yeah. and all the girls are are were for a while. Even Ravel Levine was was shaving half her head because she thought it was kind of like Skrillex. Mm -hmm. And I was on social media and I was posting old pictures of you guys with with Blackie's hair, and I'm like, I said I'd make my own memes and I'd say like, you know, you you like Skrillex, but. Blackie had a fun. <laughs> and you know, what do you guys? What did Blackie think of that when that was happening? What did you guys think of that? Did you? Were you even aware of all that stuff going on? Like some dude. Obviously, I've heard Skrillex is an old metalhead. I'm sure he knows of. I'm if not a fan of you guys. I'm not sure if he's aware of Voivod at all. I, I, I'm aware of him, and I, I mean, I've always uh, listened to electronic music, uh, uh, from Craftwork uh, uh, to Prodigy to uh, what's going on now. I've, it's, uh, I'm still interested in that. Um, I don't know what Blackie thought about it at all. I mean, in the mid '80s, it was pretty bold uh, yeah. to, uh, in the metal community to to do that. I remember when he did it. We were living the four of us together on top of us. Street tease bar and uh, let's go. <laughs> he had his girlfriend shave half, half, and uh, I thought it was great. But when we uh, after that though, like we were uh, recording in Berlin uh, these days, and uh, we uh, were always trying to go uh, on the other side of the wall uh, in the east part, and uh, they were always turning us down because uh, they said we looked too funny, and uh, of course, like he had half his head shaved and. Right. We, and uh, <laughs> so 
Uh, I think that uh, after that I saw many people like Phil and Zelmo or many people had like uh, yeah and Jason Jason had that and And then James did it too possibly yeah he did yeah but but you know what I um, um, I think Blackie got the influence from the dude from the crabs um, can't remember his name, Gregory. Um, oh, one of the the guy who had like uh, oh, half his hair was on one side, and yeah, um, that's what I think. I would have to ask him. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I just it's something that you know I've it it never really crossed my mind until I started seeing like all these like young girls with the Skrillex hairstyle, yeah. and I was like. Do they not know? Or just they've gotta be told yeah. where this is from. Yeah, he so, does look like Blackie. Yeah, guy yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I gotta say it's he. He must be a Voivod fan. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I know that a friend of mine uh, handed him my my art book about Voivod uh, at some festival on the west coast of uh, USA uh, this year. So uh, now he's surely aware of Voivod because she was on. Uh, uh, working on the, on the, uh, at the festival and realized that, wow, he must know Voivod for sure, yeah. and uh, ended up giving him uh, uh, my book. <laughs> she had one copy, and now I owe her one copy. <laughs> and speaking of that book, it's Worlds Away, right? Yes. Worlds Away by Martin Popoff. Yeah. And the the designs that you did for us our t-shirt designs are in the yeah. are in the book yeah, so that's yeah. really cool and the first design you did or was it the no the second design you did uh and you did it by hand is framed and hangs in my hallway oh yeah i remember actually that um i, I um uh, sometimes I uh, do ink and then I scan it. Sometimes I use the Wacom tablet with the digital pen, like on tour. Uh, that's what I do. And uh, but I, I do remember uh, the sketch. Yeah, and um, the uh, book. The book covers from 1976 to 2009. So uh, you are somewhere in the ma- in that frame. Oh six. Yeah. That's it. And and that the first one you did. You asked me first one I called you about to do our T-shirt design. You asked me like, well, what do you want me to do? And I'm like, just make it look like fucking Voivod. <laughs> like, yeah, ga- and then you did some gas mask. Yeah. Um, three eyes, I think. Yeah. yeah. And then I I asked you. I said like, do you have those sketches? I'll even like I'll buy them off you or whatever. And you you told me you did it on your computer, so it wasn't by hand that that time. But then when we we got you to do another design. You did it by hand yeah. for me. That's oh, really cool. No trouble. Yeah. It's great, actually. Um, uh, Dave Grohl and you uh, got me a lot of work because um, um, at this point, um, uh, Piggy had passed away, unfortunately, and uh, Snake and I took three years off. And uh, it was a time where I really needed uh, graphic work, uh, commissioned art. And uh, all of a sudden, I think the Ringworm saw you at some festival and, uh, and Hellfest. Hellfest. And then they uh, commissioned some art, and then it just kept rolling. And Jason McMaster from Yes, Jason uh, did that. Dangerous uh, Toys, Broken Teeth, too. And uh, Watchtower, maybe Watchtower, Jason. Yeah. yeah. Watch- and um, um, so I'm doing art now 
half of my half of my time I spend doing art, and the other half uh, recording or touring with Voivod, which is really really cool. I was I, like I, I really didn't know if you were doing that when when we a I asked you. I think I asked you like very cautiously, because I don't know maybe you put, you know. <clears throat> A, a kibosh on that and it's only for Voivod but then I saw that you did some work for nonfiction, that yes. hip hop group yes um, I think it was very the the what happened was we had the bad, a bad crash in 98 in Germany uh, Eric the singer bass player of Dan was at the hospital for one year and I started to uh, offer my service as a graphic artist and then uh, ended up uh, doing something for Necro and it, it was the same deal where it had to look Voivod so I did a bunch of like sort of black metallish uh, logos of nonfiction. he said no 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 <laughs> we want like the real thing on Roar okay I did an imitation of that no no we want you to take the logo and twist it and okay that was, I, I really ripped myself off uh, there and um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, but it's something that um, um, you know uh, I learned um, it's that if people people want my signature as much as I want to be creative and go uh, uh, outside of my boundaries and all that they will tell me no we want like metal um, like uh, skeleton zombies with spikes and you know okay okay I, I see I see and uh, now I go directly to uh, to the old trash metal design because I save time <laughs> and and uh, I, um, I did something for um, Ryan Adams as well where he are you uh, serious yeah he has what's um, wow he, he, Orion he has like a probot project called Orion uh, uh, like Dave Grohl is another one where uh, I was saying got me a lot of. Because uh, you did the cover for. Yeah, yeah. and uh, in 2004, I believe, and um, and then uh, Ryan Adams contacted me. He's a huge Voivod fan, and uh, I did uh, art for his album uh, Orion, and he did the same. Where I sent him some stuff. He said, "Well, I don't want to offend you. I love all of your art, but can you make it like?" mid 80s <laughs> so now i go directly to the mid 80s uh, as soon as i start a project yes yeah i guess all of us we were we, i i was the same way like i didn't want to uh, offend you but i also loved the the artwork of voivod like there was two levels to voivod there was the music and the ideas and just the the atmosphere that the music uh, created but then alongside the music was all this crazy incredible artwork and then to find out it was from the band themselves it was you want to you want to capture that a bit yeah well it was actually a bit out of necessity uh, we were like living up north about 500 kilometers uh, 500 kilometers north of Montreal small town uh, and we decided to do everything ourselves uh, build the guitars and uh, etc and um, um, of course um, since I had uh, created the concept 
uh, and the visuals um, a bit prior to the band. Um, I wanted to do comics for um, um, heavy metal magazine uh, with uh, my favorite artists, Bilal, uh, Drouillet, Moebius, everybody is... Uh, uh, I was really influenced uh, by this magazine when it came out in the 70s. It's my, still my main influence. And I created this concept with the Voivod, Korgul, and uh, uh, all that, uh, living on Morgoth. And uh, when I discussed that uh, with the band, you know, the, um, they thought it'd be really cool to develop it musically. And uh, um, so I was at the best spot po uh, for um, the illustration uh, part, and but it was a bit bold uh, because I had never uh, I, um, I had never done a painting before, and uh, and here I was. We were on metal blade all of a sudden, and uh, I had to paint the front cover. And I learned through the Martin uh, Popoff's book that the staff at Metal Blade were pretty nervous because the drummer was doing the art. And uh, when the, I had to ship the painting, and it took me months to do to do that painting, and uh, that's why I switched to uh, digital eventually. But uh, I had to ship the painting to Ellie and they all gather around the, <laughs> the table opening it like oh my god the drummer did the art and uh, they were pleasantly surprised and um, it was directly influenced by the first Iron Maiden uh, album but in a more of in, uh, in a Cold War um, you know uh, um, context and um, so that was it uh, it's just that I had no idea who we should pay for, uh, uh, who, who we should pay to illustrate what I had in my brain. So, I, okay, it's going to take me months, but let's do it. And then I did it again and again and again. And then after Dimension Atros, I bought a computer. Uh, I, I did the nothing face on a Commodore. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's amazing. It really accelerated my uh, process. Uh, since I never studied art at all, I, I studied in science, so uh, I had no technique. And people always ask me, are you going to do another painting one day for uh, to illustrate the cover of Voivod and next album and all, and all that? And oof, it's uh, quite a task for me. Uh, uh, maybe one day. But, uh, uh, but I'm conscious that... Um, being a rock and roll drummer, um, I don't have the, all the time uh, needed to um, uh, study uh, Illustrator and Photoshop in a real profound way. And uh, so I see artwork, digital art today, that's so superior to what I do. So I will never pretend that I'm a professional artist or anything like that. I'm mainly a heavy metal drummer. But isn't like being, I, I don't want to get into the, the whole discussion of what is an artist and what is art, but the fact that you have um, an audience who want to see your illustrations, doesn't that kind of by default bestow you the, the title of artist? Uh, yeah, in the sense because um, it's like music. Uh, to me, uh, music and uh, graphics, has, it's always been like uh, um, if you can express uh, it, if, if it has soul, it doesn't have to be like super precise or, you know, or uh, it can be uh, a doodle or just an improvisation on the drums. And if 
if uh, it has a, a vibe, you succeeded. Um, so it's it's really hard to debate on that because, a, like, let's say a drummer might be like super technical and everything, but if he has no groove, it's really hard for me to think he's a good drummer. So, and then some people will would think the opposite. If the drummer is sloppy, he's not good. But if he's really precise, he's good. Uh, so you, I think it's a matter of taste at the end. Mm -hmm. But yeah, definitely. Like, of course, I consider myself an artist. Uh, but um, uh, I see like um, cover uh, covers of uh, albums that are so mind blowing nowadays. And I just uh, that it's hard for me to. Uh, Sometimes I, I think I'm an imposter, <laughs> but uh, um, I uh, collaborated to, I did a, the foreword for a book uh, called Logos from Hell, and um, it just came out, and when I received the book, I could not believe the logos I was seeing in there. There are like thousands of logos of metal bands over the years, and newer bands and such, uh, and everything, and um, it really kicked my ass. I, I really have to work harder on the next Voivod logo. <laughs> there are some crazy, scary logos out there. Uh, so it's good for me because it's, uh, I see it as a challenge, you know? Mm. Yeah. Well, uh, so one thing I, I wanted to ask you about, uh, aside from Voivod, is Phobos. Yeah. What's the status of Phobos? Um, Phobos, what do you mean? Your uh, psychedelic uh, side oh. project. Okay. Cosmos? Cos it, it was a Cosmos? Yeah, with a K. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's man. no trouble. Um, same letters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of same letters <laughs> in the same order. <laughs> Cosmos is a strange uh, collective uh, from uh, Montreal and we do mainly instrumental uh, crowd rock uh, but uh, it's sort of a side project really and uh, we ha we do have a second album in the works and uh, some of it was recorded in Istanbul and uh, uh, it's uh, very progressive it's a cool project it's uh, uh, a bunch of uh, my friends uh, from different bands in Montreal any name bands that anyone it, well, it's um, it's bands that you would know, but they're not really international in a way, like Grimskunk and Groovy. Oh, uh, I mean, we toured with Grimskunk. Yeah, in yeah, uh, we toured with in Europe with them as well. They're they're like uh, they're great guys. Really, really good band. Uh, I always loved them, and uh, I, I'm I'm. Uh, Part of a couple of bands with these guys, uh, Vincent Pic from Groovy Artwork and Joey Evil from, from Grimskunk. Okay, yeah. We are in uh, uh, Vincent is in Cosmos and uh, Vincent and Joe are in Ocho's. Ocho's is an older Montreal band from the 70s that reformed with Piggy in 2005 and uh, right before he uh, passed away. And uh, it's so, uh, some sort of 70s psychedelic 
hard rock uh, with a beatnik on vocals and uh, we reformed this year again for the 40th anniversary uh, we're working on a new album and Vincent is in there and Joe Evil as well um, and Alex Crow the guitar player from uh, Ocho's is in uh, Caffeine and, uh, oh, and, yeah, I and, caffeine. I and I was in Caffeine and Caffeine is in Cosmos and Vincent is in Caffeine you were in uh, Caffeine? yeah for a long time we haven't toured uh, uh, Germany uh, at one point uh, played with Caffeine for five six years yeah I think, I think we played with Caffeine like oh I want to say 98 99 yeah. but you maybe you were in the band I don't think you were I don't think uh, Caffeine had three drummers right. and I uh, was really very busy with uh, Jason as well and uh, the <clears throat> the fourth lineup of Voivod around 2003 2004 so uh, um, and um, but my right now my main Project aside from Voivod is Tau Cross. I was gonna say Tau Cross, which is a wicked album, amazing album. I gotta say, yeah, I'm really proud of that project. Um, it's uh, Rob uh, from Amoebix, yeah, and uh, um, John Misery from Misery, Andy from War Plague, and I play drums, and uh, it's crust metal I guess uh, I, have, yeah. I have the album, it's amazing, mm -hmm. it's a great album. Yeah, we're gonna be playing. I think I listed it on my, I had a top album list of, of this year. So. Excellent. I think that um, Barney uh, from Napalm Death listed it as well. It mm. is uh, probably the same top thing. <laughs> and uh, um, yeah, and it's again, it's a side project. So uh, we have uh, about 10 shows planned in the spring of 2016 and uh, one at uh, Roadburn also uh, with Neurosis. Yeah, that so makes sense. And uh, right before leaving on this tour, um, I uh, recorded 12 new tracks uh, for the next album, uh, also on Relapse Records. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Wow, that sounds great. I w just, uh, we, we just share um, a Dropbox folder, and uh, uh, Rob, <laughs> it's crazy, huh? No, no, it is. Rob is, uh, is on Isle of Sky. He builds um, swords. <laughs> is uh, swords, uh, how, do you, how would you say that? Swords? Uh, uh, swordsmith. Swordsmith. Yeah. And, uh, uh, I think John is a farmer in Minneapolis, and Andy is a, gra a 3D graphic artist in Minneapolis, and I'm in Montreal. So we record uh, individually, wow. and everybody's building on the. Uh, everybody. That's, it sounds like it doesn't sound like that. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I mean, you know, uh, the demos were on a click track, so we all built on top of it, and it's amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh well, I'm, I'm very excited to hear the next one. It's so in the same vein, like. Uh, Crust metal, folk, uh, yeah. Crust metal. That's got my name written all over it. <laughs> well, Michelle, thanks a lot, man. I just I wanted to talk about Tau Cross. I wanted to talk about folk, uh, Cosmos, sorry, and uh, just all the Voivodian Voivod stuff that's going on. But it's wicked. I, cool. Michelle, thanks for coming on. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, and uh, like uh, looking forward to see you. Uh, part of your show tonight because we're sort of playing a bit together at one point <laughs> well I'll see only a part of your show too I can only here. check out a couple of songs <laughs> cool but then oh I never you never answered my question if I joined Voivod what would my name be oh maybe Dankoid <laughs> <laughs> awesome <laughs>